As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't think you need to be so hostile is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I we if we're going to record a cold open and we're going to say funny stuff before the show starts, then I figure we should put that in the cold open. <laughs> but but well, who's saying funny stuff? I'm just trying to pull up the outline. You said funny stuff. You were like talking about the old fashioned and being a fancy guy <laughs> with with old fashioned. I'm fashion. just worried about the ice in the in the recording, you know? I, I I'm trying to be a professional Brandon. I have ice too. I have I have crushed ice though. Oh, well, truly I'm fancy. Not, I'm not quite at your level. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Travis. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. I gotta gotta come in with the excitement, Brandon. I gotta I, I gotta be pumped. I know that's that's apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> that is the most excited, the most excited I've I've heard you on any of our hundreds of episodes. Hundreds. I. A hundreds, hun hundo half, uh, like maybe, uh, yeah, like one point five hundo rids, <laughs> one point five hundos. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Welcome everybody. It's apathetic enthusiasm, yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh, can you believe what we started this podcast in like what twenty sixteen? Twenty sixteen? No, dude, bro. Twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen. I'm gonna start saying bro. I don't. I so, don't say, so I don't say bro, a, except ironic. On the three-year yeah. anniversary of the show, is that possible? Can it be? It is. We're very... still talking about net neutrality. Gosh, come it is, on! It is three years. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. 2015, we started. Right. It, it started off off with a with a hope and a dream. That's right. And then it's two young boys. <laughs> then I know, brand in a garage. I, exactly right. And then I was, I said building Apple computers. I'm better than this. So I started my own show. Uh, and then I realized, no, I'm not better than this. And then we came up with our, and our came niche. back to me <laughs> and, 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 we, and we joined forces. Yeah. Yep. And we started a show uh, together using, yeah. using what we learned together, what I learned solo. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a wildly successful, uh, pop culture, uh, <laughs> phenom springboard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome to apathetic enthusiasm, everyone. Uh, I'm Brandon. As we said at the beginning, I'm Travis. He's Brandon. 
Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that. Uh, at Apathusiast is our Twitter. Uh, I'm at Juggalmino. You're at Steve the Heeb. Right. Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show if you're not following us on Facebook. Uh, apathetic underscore Enthusiasm over on Instagram, mm-hmm. which we, New Year's resolution, want to use more. Haven't done a great job in the first week, but well, I mean, they're, I, we're, we're going we're gonna to get there. I put something out there. I put a, yeah, I put no, a picture out there. It's better than nothing. I've so used, we're already doing better. I've used Instagram twice this last week. One for our other show with that one cartoon that we said we weren't going to talk about. Yeah, that we stuff. definitely won't talk about. And then uh, one on the not apathetic enthusiasm account for uh, submit for your approval. Yeah. Uh, and then I still want to do the, the thing that I, I attempted to pitch to you when uh, Instagram live story or not live stories, but like the Instagram stories first came out where we do like, like a back and forth video. So, that- so peer pressure, Brandon <laughs> on social media uh, to do interactive videos with me, dude. That uh, via Instagram. Uh, to to the listeners listening, let me just let me just tell you how much of a throwback that is. That idea it's, is the week that those came out on Instagram is when we started talking. About yes, it. it was Father's Day, 2015, when we <laughs> talked about that originally. <laughs> that Father's Day, really? Yes. Right. Yeah, I, I remember. I don't believe it. I remember I when we, we were talking about it because you and I were disc golfing. And you were trying to show it to me at the at the I, little disc golf course by where we lived at the time. All right, I'll, I have a dumb I'll, memory. I'll agree. I'll 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 agree to disagree. Uh, email send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow <laughs> at gmail dot com, and of course hit us up on our website apatheticenthusiasm dot com. Uh, yeah, okay, that stuff's out of the way. I will switch over. Uh, if you want to follow our YouTube channel, you can. Where we on a whim decided to live stream. Yeah. this podcast. Uh, so it'll probably still exist out there. If you're listening to this right now and want to see what we look like, head over to our YouTube channel. We tend, we tend to make yeah. videos at least once a year. Yeah. So. We're getting this one knocked out real early, <laughs> real early. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we, we took a little bit of time off. We had a, a holiday, uh, sort of like holiday podcast that we, that we pumped out there. Um, but this is our first official apathetic enthusiasm Mm-hmm. Post holidays, post, post New Year's, and uh, Brandon, how was how was your break? How was how was your time off? Thanks for thanks for asking me that question. That's very nice and thoughtful of you. Thank just, you. Just like I'm not, you... I'm I'm absolutely interested in what you're about to say, and not just trying to create conversation for a podcast. Oh, thank you. No, it, it reminds me of your thoughtfulness reminds me of the time you and I were disc golfing on father's day in 2015. And you mentioned the whole Instagram stories thing idea to me. And I said, yeah. and, and I, I remember it vividly cause you're, you were being thoughtful that day. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, that's anyway, another story. Anyway, anyway so how, how was your holiday? Holiday was good. Uh, we, we got some good stuff. I mean, the kid, this, this, this part of my life, I'm just kind of like, Let's let's have the kid have a good Christmas and have him believe in Santa Claus. Well, yeah, obviously for as long for as long as he can. But I'm having I'm having second thoughts on that. Like I, I feel, I feel parents take the kids out of the room. <laughs> I feel like a jerk a little bit about it. Okay, I, I don't know. Like I I hit I hit a point this this year where I said I probably shouldn't you know lie to my kid as 
as mm. like my own humor point, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, uh, I felt like it was a huge relief when my oldest found out the truth. Yeah. Cause then it was like, she was in on it. Right. And then it was like, I didn't feel like I was lying to her. It was more like, Hey, no, this is a, this is like a fun thing. Um, and she just totally bought into being on this side of it, like yeah. this side of the truth. Um, and we do, we do the elf on the shelf in my house. And, um, that is like, you know, 26 consecutive days of lying and with, with visual aids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, so, next, so yeah, next. it's, I don't know. It's, I, the, the thing about it for me is like, the the magic of christmas the magic of santa like to me that's that's real like that is legitimately real because when you whether you see a magic trick or you see a special effect in a movie or anything like anytime you go whoa like that's awesome like that emotion that feeling like that's that's i'm 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 still into that yeah and eventually all of my kids will get to an age where they realize oh wait no like mom and dad made all that happen. Right. And and that's the payoff. That that's when they're like, "Hey, every good thing in my life came from my parents." <laughs> right. I think that there's there's part of me that knows that the kid is is an only child and he'll only ever be an only child as far as we're concerned unless Chelsea gets remarried and has a successful um marriage <laughs> there. Um but he 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 won't have a, a brother or sister to to be in on the the right. the gag yeah. with. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's different. That'll be different for him than it was for me with with two brothers, where my older brother figured out for me, obviously, and then he was in on it for a second, and then my younger brother, I was in on it. I I don't I don't know how my son will will fare with that, but whatever. As long as he enjoys yeah. it, I guess. And, and I mean, there's, as long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't hate a, me. There's a shelf life to it. I think, sure. and and I, I feel like uh, really early on, I was I was doing the showstopper gifts and, and giving Santa all the cred. Yeah, and uh, I've completely changed my tune with that. Like, he he brought a a good like he brought like TVs this year. Yeah, but he that's all he brought, and then everything else was from me. Like, I'm. <laughs> I've always including including the Nintendo Switch. Well, what 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 kind of TVs were they? Like what brand? They were Polaroid eighty dollar Black Friday TV. Okay, let me let me ask you let me ask you a question. This is this is a hypothetical clearly because because he doesn't exist. Spoiler alert! Like what? does 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 Santa like partner or collaborate with some of these these companies? Like yeah, he's he's got he's got a you know like partners in the business yeah uh he he, he makes contracts with certain yeah. distributors like he goes through like contract like he has like <laughs> has an an it service manager who does a whole contract management portion of, of christmas for him you know in a simpler time elves were were left to build wooden toys and, yeah. and you know balls with hoops and things like that but <laughs> in a modern society yeah the elf has come a long way that's right and now they they manage cloud services. 
They're building microprocessors. They're, 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 there's like elf team leads. Who, like right. they're, they're in charge of like releases and and testing. There are elf project managers that <laughs> that work through flowcharts and things like that. Uh, so they, they have their yeah, they, their Gantt charts. There, <laughs> so many Gantt charts. Like the Christmas burndowns that they're working <laughs> on. And, yeah, all kinds of things. So yeah. you know, I, I think, and maybe they. Maybe they put packaging on the boxes that looks like oh. it's sold exclusively at Target stores. I like th- I like that. I like that. I don't know that direction. That's, that bit. to me, that to me is the line. That to me is when I'm like elaborately having to come up with like a convoluted lie <laughs> to like to like keep the last little endings of the of the, of the bit alive. That's when I'm like, no, you know. And and that's the other thing is I've had both of my younger kids say, is Santa real? <laughs> and I go, what do you think? Yeah. And I, I, and that is it. That, I that's... answer the question with a question. And if, <laughs> and when my oldest ones said no, I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But we, he asked us this, this season, which you know, he, he just turned six. So, He's he's about it's it's about to end. Borderline, yeah, yeah. Um, but and we asked him with a question. Although my eight year old is all in still, <laughs> big time Santa advocate. Yeah, Santa twenty twenty, he's in. Yeah, it, it, and he said, "This is before Christmas Day." He said, "Kind of yes and kind of no." Like I'm on the fence. You you I'm wait, a moderate. You wait till you open up the the present, kid. You'll see. <laughs> uh, and then, so we went. To, this is really cool. We went to Bush Gardens. This is this is this weird like Christmas post Christmas episode where we talk a lot about Christmas, and it, it's so Whatever. inconsequential. It's athletic enthusiasm. We do what we want. <laughs> uh, we went to Bush Gardens, and Bush Gardens has like Santa's Village there, and uh, you you wait in line, and thankfully it was after Christmas where, where we went, but we we went in line. And these elves are at this, it's like a house um, where, where you go into. And these these people are dressed as elves. Or they are elves, I should say. And they they lead you. I can't judge them on their lifestyle. <laughs> they, they, lead, they lead you through the house. And then you see Mrs. Claus. And then uh, an elf guide leads you through like a little little hallway. And then she sits down with, she sat down with my son in front of like this mirror, right? Which is... You know it's a doorway as a as an adult, but uh, for him, she's like, "Okay, uh, do some magic, do some magic. Okay, close your eyes and hold your hand at the door. Do some magic. One, two, three. Open your eyes." And as he opens his eyes, then the door opens, and then there's Santa in there. And it was, Ooh. it's super cool when you're a kid. And then he went up and he's, uh, Santa asked him what his favorite gift was, and he said it was a switch and santa's like i knew you'd like that one I'm like nailed it santa that's how you that's how you keep it keep it up <laughs> i knew you'd like that nintendo switch damn right santa that's that's what you say instead of like the the santa who we had when we took the pictures before christmas who said oh yeah you're you and everybody else wants a switch like come on dude Come it on. is the it is the hot gift of the holiday season. <laughs> I mean, come on, Santa. I know I know you you you're busy up there with your your elves that are trying to figure out how to get all the <laughs> you know circuitry and those Joy Cons, but they're it's complicated stuff. And 
their hands got to work overtime. But their hands are really good for soldering. That's, I'll I'll give that to the elves. Yeah, I mean they're they're born for it. It's <laughs> it's like a gift. Maybe they're born uh, for it. Well, I, I maybe it's elf. Speaking of speaking of born for it, actually speaking of Nintendo Switches, yeah. uh, so you guys got a Nintendo Switch. Yes. As did my family. <gasps> uh, we both did like scavenger hunt deals to 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 for the big reveal. Um, how how did yours play out? It it, it went pretty good. <laughs> uh, so he. Like I went into his room, like I, we we set everything up, and then I went into his room to to lay down, and uh, when like he woke up, I have I hadn't fallen asleep again, but he woke up and he's like, oh, Santa's here, Santa came, and then like he ran out into the living room, and Chelsea was asleep in the in her bedroom, well our bedroom I should say, like we don't have separate bedrooms. <laughs> uh, Chelsea was asleep in, in bed, and he when there was a note Santa left in his stocking that like started the scavenger hunt and it was kind mm-hmm. of like a guide, whatever. And he went right to the stocking. That's the first thing he pulled out and, and he ran there. And so, which means I walked there and I caught it at the tail end where he's like halfway reading through the note already. And I was like, Oh, maybe we should wake up your mom first. And then yeah. Chelsea had woken up and she's like, Brandon, why didn't you wake me up? I'm like, he's so fast. <laughs> These kids, he's that they're pumped full of sugar and and excitement. I didn't I know. I didn't know the note was the first thing. I, I tried to read. take him out at the legs, but he's he's just too he's too quick. He, he's too quick. Um, but uh, yeah, it was yeah. Good. I I hid I hid the note to kick off our scavenger hunt uh-huh. in the tree. Yeah. So that um, which it's like a thing that my wife's family does where they like. I think I think her dad would put gift cards in the tree. Okay. Okay. Um. And and so because because in my in I had actually my, like had, huh? In my head, like <laughs> there's there's a risk of them not seeing the note in a tree, right? To to me, like in my head, I'm like, Christmas morning happens, and there's nothing. Nobody notices the note in a tree, and you're like, mm, hey. well, no, I I kind of did that intentionally. Cause being the cruel father that I am, <laughs> I made Caleb open all of his gifts. Child abuse. You heard it here four, first. Which like the switch was like easily the biggest thing that he wanted. Like every time you asked him what he wanted, that was the first thing out of his mouth. Nintendo switch, super Mario odyssey period dot done. Yeah. Uh, so he opens everything, and I'm like, everybody like excited about what you got and everything, and he's like, yeah. And then I go and I pull the stuff out of the tree. I'm like, oh, Sheena, here's your gift cards. Oh, and what's this? And then then that kicked off the scavenger hunt, and they yeah. were. So what the way we did it is we had them have to find other stuff, which took them downstairs. Yeah. And then I scrambled and grabbed all the stuff and brought it to the living room. So. It was like in the same spot where they started. Yeah, but it like magically appeared because oh. Dad wouldn't got it. No. <laughs> yeah, we we well Santa set up little Nintendo figurines all all around the house, and so each each figurine had a note for for him to follow. Uh, and and note was like blah de blah. Check out Daddy's podcast room, and it was like a little rhyme, whatever. Yours took mine went to the podcast. Room. No way. Did, did I have? Did to you ask, steal did my rhymes? <laughs> did you? Did they rhyme? Did yours rhyme? Yeah, of course. It's they're kids. 
That's the only two thing. Two sides of the same coin, that's, me and you. <laughs> two that's sides. It, that's the only way to make it fun is to have them rhyme. You, they, you don't want right. to have you don't want to have like a riddle that says, "Check out a room." What's a square root of pi? <laughs> What's Pythagorean's theorem? Is that that's you, I said that wrong. Use Pythagorean's <laughs> theorem to find the coordinates for your next clue. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So and then and then it ended with Santa had set up the switch on the TV already. So he told Dexter, like my son, I'm saying finally saying his name out loud, like an asshole. <laughs> uh, Told, gave him directions on how to find the something on the TV. So he like pressed the source button a couple times, went to oh, H- nice. HDMI two, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. then he blew up. <laughs> his, his head blew. His little, his little dumb. That was how he died. Five year old head blew. Uh, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so we both got switches. Um, which ours is a family gift. Uh mostly as a defense mechanism to keep my son from like trying to yell at his sisters when they <laughs> want to play it. Uh, but also because dad wants to play it. Uh, I got, we got super Mario Odyssey. Uh, my wife surprised me by getting breath of the wild for me. I mm-hmm. was not expecting that. Oh. Uh, she almost ruined the surprise with the scavenger hunt because she forgot which present like she wrapped it in. Right. And I almost opened it like in the middle of the gift unwrapping session, and I had to like quickly hide it and be like, Gina, I mean, thank you very much, but like, <laughs> how dare you be this awesome? <laughs> um, um, no, but yeah, and so we've been playing mostly those. We also got Sonic, uh, Sonic Forces or something, Sonic, and uh, right. one two switch. We we got we we have Odyssey and we have uh, Mario versus Rabbids and then I I pretty much immediately down, downloaded Golf Story, but Golf Story. But this is so tell, tell us about Golf Story because well, I, I I really want you to paint the picture of this game. Okay, well let me let me just say, everyone who's listening, we're actually we're we're actually transitioning into the main thing that we wanted to talk about tonight. Today, hey, there's, it, there's no segments. This is, this is apathetic okay. enthusiasm. No, it's it's get it, out of here with it's this. not a it's not a segment. But this is the Travis and I we talked about like what are we actually going to talk about on on the, a new episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm releasing Tuesdays on Fox. And the thing now now at Disney Company, <laughs> the thing that came up was well we wanted to talk about Nintendo and and we didn't the whole Christmas stuff wasn't why we were segueing into Nintendo. But it just ha- it's just it's just natural, Travis. It's natural, like my I want, I, like my boobs. It's natural. It was natural until you like stopped and explained it all. Well, well <laughs> now I, it's like no, it, it it was natural until that. But I had to I had to say, hey, everybody, we're not just going to be rambling on for another twenty to thirty minutes. We are talking specifically about Nintendo. That's what this episode is about. And sure, people sure. are going to see that. Okay see the episode title and be like, well, no shit, dude. Like, yeah, obviously it's in the, the title of the episode is Nintendo does Nintendo's Nintendo's rock. Nintendo does it right. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. But so whatever. So don't talk, criticize tell me about me. golf story. Tell me about golf story. <laughs> okay. Travis, let me give you, let me give you a brief history of my life of video games. There, 
There was a video game way back when for the TurboGrafx-16. Okay. Everybody had a TurboGrafx-16 back in the day. Bonk's Adventure. I, I didn't have one. Everybody. <laughs> name, name one person who didn't have it, and I'll show you someone who's a liar. <laughs> Me and everyone I knew. Then everyone you know is a liar because everybody had a TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> there was a game, I, I don't remember what it was called, but it was a, it was a tennis game. Okay, bear with me. This is before this is before oh. Mario Tennis. Okay, it was a tennis game that was an RPG, and you would go around the world, upgrading your equipment, doing tennis battles, which is just ended up being tennis game playing tennis, right? And you would you would upgrade stuff, and it was like an adventure. And I I always thought that was such a cool idea to have an adventure for something like tennis. Um, and so now going like, you know, going through the, the years, Tiger Woods, that type of stuff, any, any kind of game where like you can level up your stats, even FIFA, FIFA has gotten mm-hmm. away from it a little bit. They made it a little more convoluted, but anything where you, as you play, you get your character gets better. I, I enjoy them, especially in a mm-hmm. sports way. Okay. Now a couple like a year ago, Golf Story was released for the Nintendo Switch on their on their little uh, like indie store, their their online store. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Chris Randazzo, who's who's over at Geek Aid, he played it. I that's how I found out about it. He was playing Golf Story, and I was like, "That is really cool." I will never play it because I will probably never get a Switch. Fast forward, De- December twenty seventeen. <laughs> Uh, we get we get a switch, and that is immediately the first thing I think about. So, Golf Story is an RPG. It's kind of like a sixteen bit look uh, overhead view, and you're a character who has always wanted to be, always wanted to be a golfer, and he's going through a divorce, and he decide, he wakes up one day, and he says, "I'm going to be a pro golfer." So, you're this character, and you you meet a bunch of zany, wacky, sixteen bit characters on your quest. <laughs> And you do like you do you do quests. Um, there's you know there, there's some mysteries you have to find, and you have to like challenge people. You have to you have to go fetch stuff, and yeah. you level up. So like you you get experience for doing these tasks, and then you can when you level up, you can uh, add more power to your swing, draw, make you more accurate. It's it's fun. I don't, and I sound stupid it's and fun. nerdy. It's just fun. I want I want you to tell everyone exactly what your wife said when you were playing it. Uh in terms of the visual quality of the game. <laughs> okay. I was like she said a lot of things to me. Uh, um cuz I was playing for a long time. <laughs> no, she said uh and you might have the the exact quote. So correct me if if I'm wrong, but it she said something along the lines of do you like games like this? And I said, what? Like games like what? She's like, this, you like games that look like they're old? And I said, yeah, I do. I like, like I it, like old games. And it was something to the point of like, you bought a new console so you could get a game that looks this old or something like that. So like, you, okay, Mario Odyssey, Mario versus Rabbids, they look, they're amazing looking games. Outstanding outstanding 
I'm not playing those. I'm playing the overhead 16-bit game with the <laughs> like this like like 16-bit sound even. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. And nice. uh I, there there's something so simple and easy to get into with those types of games where you don't have to like worry about like rotating the camera, you don't have to do a lot of exploring. Like the the controls are so simple and straightforward that you know your your brain doesn't have to try to do a lot of extra stuff. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I I think it's a a testament to a certain type of skill in a developer, in a storyteller maybe, uh when you can in 2017, 2018 release a game that is 16-bit, 32-bit, whatever. And you know, you don't need big graphics or or like exciting visuals necessarily. And and that's that's not to say that those games can't be visually uh, impressive either. It's just a more retro style. And so, and like, part of that is appealing to the nostalgia in guys our age who grew up playing games that looked like that. Yeah. But when, you, when your game can still be really good because you put time into the story, you put yeah. time into what you're actually doing, and it's not just a game that looks amazing but is like super repetitive or has has no like decent story or is like destiny like any like any of those <laughs> games like uh well, it, sorry destiny fans uh it, that's, but that, I, that's that's true and and even even with the retro feel of some of these games there you can go back to to play a link to the past or Final Fantasy 3. You can go back and play those games and then play a game that's new that looks exactly like it. The game that's new will will feel better. It, it's not right. it's yeah. not as as jaunty or janky or whatever. And yeah. there it it is smoother. So even though it looks retro, it feels new. Oh, that makes sense. No, I get that. No, it makes sense. And I don't know, like I, I understand like Chelsea's like immediate reaction to be like, <laughs> you bought a brand new system and you're playing something that's old like this. But yeah. um, I don't know. There's there's an appeal to that, and it's and it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same as as buying a twenty thirty year old game. Yeah, like it is still a new game, and it has it, it's it's built like on the experience of all those other games that came before it, and 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 can you know pay tribute to a style. Or or the limitations of the particular develop developers' capabilities, but yeah. or or budget, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad game, right? And and, uh, and I can and I can tell you, I've spent more money probably on on classic games than I have on new games. For like when I had the Wii U, I Smash Brothers, Mario Maker, obviously, yeah. I but I also would buy like Castlevania uh Castlevania uh, for the Super NES and I would buy a bunch of oh, clearly I don't remember what they are but I like I play oh Castlevania 1, Castlevania 2, Castlevania 3, uh Dracula's Curse like I spent a lot of money on random old games to play through. Yeah. Um and and I think that says I think that says a lot about Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's interesting and and Nintendo is uh continuing to surprise me just like as a company uh because every every couple of years you hear like the 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 doom and gloom of 
oh, this is it for Nintendo. Yeah. Xbox just came out with their new state-of-the-art console. PlayStation's, you know, got all of the the megabits and things. Like, Nintendo just can't keep up. Nintendo Nintendo can't compete. And then they do something like the Wii almost 10 years ago at this point, maybe a little over 10 years ago, and it was totally different. It had these motion controllers that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, you couldn't play the same types of games on them in, in, in the same sort of way. You had to, like, buy a more traditional-looking controller to, to play certain games. But it it got people off the couch. People played Wii Sports. They played all kinds of different games. And there was a nostalgia, like, not a nostalgia factor, but, like, a... Uh, a novelty factor mm-hmm. to that and and i think it i think it maybe wore out a little bit over time but it's a testament to nintendo's like willingness to take risks and 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 not just be a third option of the same type of games but they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna build something that's unique that does something different and and this year i'm i think the the switch was the highest selling console either just for like the holiday season mm-hmm. or um maybe for part of the better part of the year but it they sold a lot of the dang things yeah uh and and for most of 2017 i couldn't find one like yeah. they they had a hard time keeping them on shelf there there's there a there's a couple times throughout 2017 where um i would i would be a random place and and I, and we hadn't seen switches on the on the shelves right and and then I would like walk into a Target, and for some reason I would always go. I always go to the electronics section, even That's though what I we do. Even though That's I do, what we do. There's nothing there that I'm gonna get, and I I would look for a Switch, and there was a couple times where I would see it on the shelf, and I'm like, take a picture, and then send it to you. They and do say, exist. Hey, look, they do exist. There, there, there they are. You're like you're like holding up like a newspaper <laughs> in your face, and you see the Switch in the background. Yeah. Like on this day. September it was actually in stock. September twelfth, nineteen seventeen. Uh, that's a time travel thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I picked the wrong day. Like we were just talking about twenty yeah. seventh. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, any, anyway. Um. The longevity. I think there's a longevity thing with with Nintendo as well. Clearly, because I'm I'm buying old games and I'm yeah. Uh. Well, I think I think they have a really strong track record with their exclusive titles. And and the games that have been made by Nintendo and have only been available through Nintendo. We're talking Mario. We're talking Zelda. Um, I mean, those are the two big ones. I mean, I guess like Star Fox, things like that. Those yeah. those usually come around. Metroid, really. Sure. Uh, and Super then a Smash lot of Brothers. Like the Smash Bros. The 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 Pokemon type stuff, right? Uh, specifically on on like uh, handhelds and things like that, but. Like Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, they are console selling games. Like right. they they're 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 almost enough on their own for you to be like, I wanna play that game so bad, I will pay three hundred dollars <laughs> to get whatever it is that will let me play it. Yeah. I, you're you're you are right. So I think we talked about this when the switch was announced on on this show a long time ago many many moons ago many many moon many many power moons ago and and i when it came out and i saw the initial videos for it i wasn't impressed i 
and I think part of that was maybe Nintendo's commercial for it was super cheesy and well yeah and it was like hey you're gonna grab your switch and take it to a party on a rooftop and <laughs> yeah, then everyone's right. gonna play mario kart instead of like drinking yeah. and playing beer pong. and then switch <laughs> make uh and yeah i was i wasn't impressed by it and, and i'm not a nintendo fanboy so i saw that and i said okay whatever we'll, we'll see um and i f- almost well part part of it is over the cr- course of the year like word of mouth a little bit Everyone started uh, enjoying it and, and saying how, how good it was and how much better than the Wii U it was, right? And the other thing was the kid was watching YouTube videos. I said the kid again because, yeah. you know, just in case we got far enough into the episode and somebody skipped it. <laughs> uh, the, the ki- he started watching YouTube videos for Mario Odyssey, and I, was, I watched along with him. And I said, this game actually looks pretty awesome. This this looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. It just changed. Oh, my motivation. Yeah. Just changed. I, I, my nephew got a switch like early last year. And there were several times where uh, I'd be over at my sister's house. And then he's like, Oh, check out this new game I got. And we'd play, you know, I mean, we played Mario when he had that uh, really early on. He didn't have a ton of games that like, wowed me mm-hmm. i mean one two switch is different it's it's one of those things that nintendo does where it's it's not for a hardcore gamer it is very much for like we sports you know, it's normals a- who <laughs> want to participate how, but they're not how belittling know, and, and my are. kids love it it has a <laughs> it has a very wide like um range of of like the players that can play it like my my six-year-old enjoys it just as much as as you know we enjoy it we enjoy it we (laughs) yeah no uh nintendo does i feel like they do a a decent job with with balancing the the normie game yeah the normie type games as as you put it um normals as you put it nobody else puts it i slipped on my desk and shook it and, and kind of and kind of the the more gamer centric uh type type games they, uh, well and that was the other thing with the switch is they were finally saying like here are triple a games that should run on the switch yeah um most of them like skyrim have been out for a very long time <laughs> but they're showing that it has it has the capacity to play newer games it's it's just a matter of what if if this is the system that you want to play those games on. And for the most part, I think like if this is your second console or like like if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation and then this is your other console, more than likely you're going to buy those big big name games mm-hmm. on the other system. Yeah, definitely. But if this is the only console that you buy, it's nice that you can play the new Doom game on it and it'll run and it, it actually looks decent uh, and it doesn't have me characters in it or something like that. Like it's, it's actually running it, you know, a decent game and, and it's portable so yeah. you can take it with. Let me, let me ask you a question in, in it's a, it's a comparison between the switch and the Wii U. Uh, many people think have said in numbers wise that the Wii U has was, was a failed system. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you th- why do you think and this is 
it's anecdotal, so there's no wrong answer here. But why do you think the Wii U wasn't as successful as now the Switch has become? Uh, I I do think that the Wii U lacked some of the buzz with some of those big name uh, titles. It had a I think was it Super Mario 3D World or something like my kids call it Cat Mario because <laughs> it's the one where you can get cat suits and run around. Yeah. Um, but that was like the big that was the big Mario game for it. And then there just weren't a ton of like Nintendo exclusive right. type games. I mean, uh, Mario Kart 8, I thought was great. Um, we still play that quite a bit uh, on the Wii U. Uh, it's the reason I haven't bought it for the Switch. Right. Because I, I, I was just playing it on the <laughs> Wii U. Um, but it just, it didn't do, it didn't, it wasn't a big enough separation from the Wii, I think, yeah. uh, like power wise. And so it it didn't it didn't separate itself that far and then when the new like Xbox ones and and PlayStation 4s and things they just got so far out ahead of it yeah that i i think it, and like everybody was waiting for the new Zelda game to come out on it that's right and i think because Breath of the Wild is what it is it did take a long time for them to develop it and yeah they released it finally on Wii U but it really was a launch title for the switch more more so than than being something that could save the Wii U. Yeah, I I, I got you. And and I, I I mentioned Chris before, but he might be actually a good person to to ask about that because he's he's a Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> uh, he's th- through and through. He's, he's the classic gamer guy for uh, sure. But but I, I but you mentioned we having to wait for Zelda. Answer my own question, kind of. I I think a large part of it was that there was no there there was no game release like console game exclusive that was really a console seller, as you said with Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild, where yeah, those are the games that are going to sell the system. Wii U didn't. They had like Zombie U. That's the first game I had, and I never I, <laughs> I didn't play it. Um, eventually, and, and the Smash it, and it Brothers was and, too much. It was too much like the Wii where a lot of the games still worked off the same system with the with the motion controllers yeah. but you had this big giant like tablet type controller uh-huh. I don't know like part of me almost feels like it was like a bridge it was like a bridge yeah, to the switch the Wii U was this public experiment where it was like okay if we give you a console that's this big like are you going to use it? Like, how are you going to, like, the controller's going to be really huge, uh, but it. it's got a screen on it, so if you want to play on the couch while someone else is watching TV, like, you can do that. Like, and then what if, what if we made the controllers click off on the sides and you could just set it up as, like, a small <laughs> screen? Uh, okay, we're going to make that one next. Like, it, it almost feels like it. you can look at the Wii, the Wii U and the Switch as sort of this, level of progression of them working motion controls perfecting them the joy cons are super impressive when you when you think about how much technology is packing yeah um you and they're so small awkwardly small at times when you try to actually play a game with them on their own um but i don't know it's it's a good progression you're absolutely right and and you you say that and and it clicks on my head right now because so we 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 got the switch for christmas and then a week later chelsea was like Hey, do you know where the Wii is? So Dexter can play Wii Sports. I said his name again. Shit. Whatever. 
Anyways, he's he's it's a, out there. He's a dumb it's kid. He doesn't there. know. He doesn't know I'm talking about him. Last he talked about gophers the other day. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so I set up the I set up the Wii so he can play Wii Sports, and as I, as I'm holding the 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 Wii controller and then the nunchuck attached to it, that felt like the early two separate parts of the 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 switch the two joy cons of the switch yeah yeah it, it felt like that and i was like oh crap that there's that and then um i didn't set up the wii i didn't set up the wii i set up the wii u because you can use the wii u to play wii sports on it and right. it, it'll it'll recognize the the wii mote and the nunchuck and he, when i got home one day before it was attached to my tv he was just playing it off of the 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 Wii U controller the little yeah, little yeah. tablet just the little yeah and I was like oh that's so switchish switch ish right there yeah so he's doing it's precursors of the switch the Joy-Con yeah. and he's looking at the little tablet like it was like they God what Nintendo is awesome it's like they had like a plan in the back of their head like this is where we can get eventually. We just need well, yeah, to I, not go bankrupt. That's and I think that's the thing is they they have really mastered uh, the in in an age where everyone has a computer in their pocket with smartphones to to still do well in a mobile gaming like hardware you know realm. Mm-hmm. It it's a really a testament to how good Nintendo is about creating things that are portable but are still fun to play and um and and yeah they're they're making games for smartphones now but they're they're almost like those bridges to like oh okay we're gonna give you a mario game for your smartphone but it's all it's doing is getting you hungry to play more mario (laughs) on a legitimate nintendo console right right or or like your kids who maybe they're not playing a mario game but because they're on a mobile device that you're going to hand your kid, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, here's Mario Run. Go ahead and play Mario Run. If they, if it's been a while since a Wii U to a new console, they're getting exposed to Mario. And, yeah. and as soon as a new console comes out or a new Mario game comes out and they see it on TV, they're going to say, oh, Mario. Oh, my God, I love Mario. I got to have it. I want to have it. Yeah, they got they got my son already. He's <laughs> he's he's totally in. He played way too much Super Mario Odyssey. I was not a restrictive parent. He <laughs> beat the game in less than a week. Uh he has more moons than I can count right now. And it's it's the first time I've really like handed my son a new game mm-hmm. and not like sat next to him and been like, now you gotta go over here and you gotta do this. Like he played it took off and just is killing it now he's he's got the amiibo to help him with extra (laughs) hearts and stuff like that yeah but uh and i do think a big part of it is his amount of youtube like family gaming uh channels that he watches tv and and they play these games and he learns stuff off of those but i know he's not watching you know as many hours as he's playing like footage on youtube He's just figuring it out and getting out there and, and doing the things he needs to do. Um, and he's way ahead of me on this game. <laughs> like, I I think I just got through the Metro City or whatever. Or uh, New, New, New Donk, Donk City. Yeah, New Donk City. And, uh, and he beat the game 
a week before I, I did that. <laughs> but I've been I've been splitting time with Breath of the Wild, which I got to play for a little bit on yeah. Wii U. I yeah. borrowed it from a, a buddy at work. Yes. And I like I didn't fully commit to it because I knew I was gonna have to like give it back to him because he was moving in December and all this stuff. But when it was like my game and I was on my new console and everything, who I got I got the bug hard and uh <laughs> I I I I wanna play it all the time. And I I don't, but I always want to. <laughs> let me let, I wanna I wanna say this about, about Zelda. I love Zelda. Uh, when whenever I whenever I play Super Smash Brothers, like Link is my Link is my go to character in in right. Smash. Um, yet, the last uh, the last game I played of Zelda was uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. Like that's the last Zelda game I played. Yeah. There was some there was something to me about switching to the third person. That I just I I just I couldn't keep up with for some reason like mm. mentally or emotionally, yeah. um. So so what I want to ask you is about Breath of the Wild because everyone says it's an amazing game and it's so fantastic and I and I believe them, but I don't know what it is about that game that is so revolutionary. What makes it game of the year, Travis? Tell me what you think. Why, think- why should I buy this game? Because I want to. So part of it is it takes the things that are fundamental to a Zelda game. Like, they're not reinventing Zelda per se. Like, Link is the same hero character that he's always been. Zelda is, uh, like, a strong counterbalance to him that uh, she isn't present in the game, like, throughout most of it. But she is still, like, communicating to Link, and you go into these spots, and you're like... The thing is, Link wakes up a hundred years after Ganon has taken over the castle. Like, they put him to sleep for a hundred years. And he lost all his memories. So you're playing through the game trying to, like, level up to a level where you can actually go fight Ganon. Yeah. And everybody knows who you are except you. You don't know who you are. So you're Mm. kind of going through this process of self-discovery while also saving the entire kingdom right uh but they're the 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 things like puzzle elements and exploration uh like some dungeon crawling type stuff like that's all there but it is a massive scale so and there are tons of like side quests and little things that you can do along the way um that that just add to uh the enjoyment of the game i guess Mm -hmm. and um and then there's also like you know, um, your weapons have durability now, which I wasn't like crazy about at first because you know you're breaking things as you're fighting. Right. But like as you move into new areas, you're getting cool new stuff, and so it's like a natural way to like not be carrying eighty swords in your inventory. <laughs> like they're breaking on their own, and you're you're naturally like getting new cooler stuff as you go. Um, and I don't know. I think it's just. Part of it for me is the exploration and just the scale of the world. Uh, Ocarina of Time, when the on the N sixty four was uh, probably like the biggest Zelda game for me. It w- it hit at a time when I was just like all about the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Um, and I loved the size of that game, and like the size of that game, I think fits in the starting area. 
of Breath of the Wild. So, like, it's there's just a lot to do. There's a lot of places to go. And, yeah, I'm I'm kind of playing, for the most part, through the story. But I'm also giving myself the time to kind of chase lizards and turn them in for armor <laughs> and do all kinds of other things, too. That, that's, that's a weird... That's a weird... Of all the things you could have picked from that game, that it's it, the most recent thing I did. So that's what <laughs> uh, I was. I was trying to get some fire armor, and if I traded this dude ten fire lizards, <laughs> give me the armor. So that no, that that's picking fine. up rocks and chasing lizards for way too much time. That's kind of like the experience I had in Golf Story. So it you know <laughs> they tie together. Yeah, no, it it sounds it sounds cool. Um, and, and, I, and I've asked a few people the, the same question as I asked you, which is what makes it such a good game? And um, I guess it's just one of those things I have to, I have to experience to, to really see. Yeah. Which is, it's just unfortunate because then I have, to, it is I, have, unfor- I have to spend and, money. And the weird thing about it is. to spend money. That's the unfortunate thing. The weird thing about it is when I borrowed the game, I wasn't that hooked on it. I played it a couple times, but I couldn't get myself to like really like. Yeah get super into it um but i think i it was in part in part because i was playing it on the the wii u um but and the other part was just like knowing that it it may end before i could do as much as i wanted to yeah, in the game there's a commitment i was like level. keeping i was keeping myself from getting fully invested it, it um, it's it's like if you're if you're dating somebody and that and you know that that somebody is going to be leaving in two weeks. It's a summer romance, yeah. you know. And, you're like, and it's it can only la- it can't it can't last forever. You don't want to get too attached, and you don't want to get them pregnant. You know, like you you just have to you have to play it safe. That's right. <laughs> I I didn't want to get that Zelda game pregnant. That's that was that's really what it boiled down to. Yeah, I, I couldn't go too far with. You don't want to be a terrible terrible game father. Is is what, <laughs> especially from long distance, like. Mm. Nobody wants that. Tell me about. It. I can't. I can't truly be present, especially not on Nintendo, because their their online system is. Always, I will say as many okay, successes. Okay, so let's talk as about it. Let's talk about the downsides of Nintendo real quick, because we've been singing their praises. That for was like a an good. That now. was a good segue, unintentional segue, but it's a good segue. Let me just Natural. stop the flow of the conversation <laughs> and say that was that was an unintended segue, but it was a segue nonetheless. Go ahead, Travis. After you. So the online system. We still got friend codes. Like, yeah. come on. It's, why do I have to go on Twitter or Facebook and send people my weird alphanumeric code for them to be able to like find me online? And Nintendo's like, hey, we have a good idea. If you were ever a friend with a friend code on your mobile or your Wii U or a 3DS, then don't worry about it. We have your friend code already. We will transfer it over. It's it feels so archaic, and I don't use the word like, archaic. Just, just usernames, like I have a username. It's Steve the Heeb. Come on, like search Steve the Heeb. Oh, there's Brandon because he's the only idiot who has that name. So then, so then, here's the here's the other part that irks me is day one, December twenty fifth. You add me. We're friends on mm-hmm. on the Switch now. Yeah. Which means... Nothing? I can tell when you're on. <laughs> I can tell the most recent game you've played and for how long. 
There, there it is. I think that's it. There's I so much. There's so. I, I don't think I can send you a, a text-based message on the platform. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't I, know. That's Nintendo's down. I won't say downfall because they're really successful. But the one thing that they've always had an issue with, and we've talked about it before, is an online connectivity presence kind of yeah. system. It's they, and they've always they've gotten so, better. They've gotten better. Uh, I think I think Mario Kart and Splatoon, like they're trying, but it's still. And I I think with their focus being more of like in the present, like couch based co op and one two switch type games where it's they don't even want you looking at the screen they want you looking at other people things like that okay cool that's great i'm 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 all for it but like if i do something really cool in a game and i want to tell brandon about it <laughs> like you, you here's how i want to be able to send him a message i want to be able, like it has a screenshot button you, built in with the hardware like why can't maybe i can send that to you but i haven't figured out how so, and it hasn't made it glaringly obvious i know i know that you like if you press the the screenshot button then you can go to the, your menu and then you can send it off to social media i haven't checked whether or not you can send it to a friend which is great but like for splatoon do you know how voice communication works <laughs> um are you are you gonna tell me <laughs> i'm absolutely gonna tell you there's a third party app that you can get for your smartphone Oh, that will right. allow you to open it up on your phone, and then you talk through your phone to the rest of your team, like that's or, right. or your friends. So it's not even part of the system; it's built separately. I don't know. It just well. Let, let me let me let me just say this in in Nintendo's defense. Nintendo's. I didn't even ha- Nintendo. I didn't even add the second N. It's the Bloody Marys. Then that the Nintendo. In their defense, you sound like a dad in the eighties. <laughs> the Nintender, um, you and I, we play PUBG. Pretty, pretty constantly. Boy, howdy! Yeah, last episode. Check it out for details on that. Do we use the PUBG voice chat for it? Do we use the Steam voice chat for it? <laughs> no, we do not. We we use we use a third party app. We use Discord. We use Discord. Yeah. So in Nintendo's defense, there are other apps, there's other services that are far better at what they already do than for Nintendo to come in and say, uh, let's let us try our hand at it and then fail at it probably. Yeah. Fail at I, fail at I, it this generation. I'll give you that. Um and maybe maybe once we both get Splatoon, um not happening. Which, which is- Nah, oh yeah, I I didn't you're like not, the first you're gonna, one. You're not gonna take Dramamine every time you want to play, uh, and I'm not gonna and I'm probably not gonna get Mario Kart because I have the same game for the Wii U. Like it feels the issue with Splatoon. Let me just say the issue with Splatoon was the motion controls, absolutely unnecessary for Split, the first Splatoon. I just wanted to play with a traditional controller and be good with it. Uh, and yeah. I forget what my my issues with were at the time, but I couldn't get a traditional controller to work. It needed the motion controls, mm-hmm. and I didn't yeah. want that. And I threw That's up fair. so many times, so many times. <laughs> it's like it looked like it looked like squid ink. Yeah. <laughs> and Chelsea's like, uh, ah, God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, maybe maybe they'll figure some of that stuff out. Uh, we didn't talk a ton about the portability of the system. Yeah. It is nice that I can, you know, take it with me when we're going somewhere. Uh, Do you, wait, it, have you have you taken it with you places? A few times. We we got like a case because um, I know my kids. Uh, so I got like sort of like a hard case that uh, everything fits in it really well. Um, and like we took it like even tonight, um, my daughter had gymnastics practice, but the whole family went, um, after so much time we busted out the, the switch and Caleb was playing Mario out the, like while we were there and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, my thought is, okay, I'll, I'll bring it with me when we go places and like times when like nothing's going on, maybe I can play for a little bit. Uh, and it doesn't really happen because my son always plays instead. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I feel like if we're going like a, like like traveling, like a road trip, or or even like on a plane, the portability of it, like it works just as well as it does at home. Um, and I don't know, like it, it's a it's a really great portable. I home. just I just had a revelation, dude. I was used to the Wii U. Which means that it was at the the tablet attached to an actual system off to the side. I know the switch is portable. I I know it is basically a portable system, but for some reason it didn't even friggin' click to me right now <laughs> that that I we can take it anywhere. We can take it anywhere. Yeah. Has it been in your living room since Christmas? Yes. <laughs> the the the, fur, the the furthest it's gotten is to my couch. Wow. Oh yeah, no, no no no! I take it back. The dining room table, like that's the furthest it's gotten. All right, because yeah, mine's it, mine's been all over the house and halfway around town. Yeah, because so, it's yeah. It, it's an it's an older mindset where I'm I don't didn't even think about it where where I I think it's tied to the TV. It's tied to the power cable at the TV, which again I I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago. That oh I can buy a different dock and put it at a different TV and hook it up, mm-hmm. but still in my head it's tied to a TV. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the unique that's the unique thing about it. And like I've I've looked at maybe getting a second dock so I can use it on different TVs, but um you know I'm fine. You the screen is decent enough on it and everything, uh, size wise where it's uh it's still enjoyable to play on the switch itself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it's a little bit better on TV, I think. Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. We talked for about, we talked Nintendo for a really long time. That, that's it. Uh, but keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. You know, Reggie fees me and, and all you <laughs> folks out there. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've always been a Nintendo guy. Um, and then sort of an Xbox guy. Uh, and I don't know. It's, I'm I'm glad to see that they're doing so well. Yeah. And and that it hopefully doesn't mean that Nintendo's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, th- this is the 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 last thing we didn't really talk about um which which is something we we mentioned to each other was that they do take risks. Nintendo does take risks, but they also are very inclined to play it safe in in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um uh, and I just want to I want to throw out I missed an HQ trivia question uh, uh, like a month ago about Nintendo and it, the question was which of these systems has been released 
the most recent, and it was the Switch, uh, 3DS something, and then something else. The Nintendo 2D XL. Yes. Because that was the right answer, and I got it right. <laughs> right, right. So you, you, you got. I remember that because yeah, you, you went on, but they're they're playing it same. They're 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 just releasing new versions of of the pre existing kind of handheld devices that they have with with you know minor changes here and there. Yeah, yeah. I it, I, I would agree with that. There. I mean, if you don't love Mario games, if you don't love platformers, if you don't love like the types of games that, you know, come with like a Zelda or things like that. Like, yeah, there's absolutely no reason for you to buy a Nintendo really. Like, I don't know the portability aspect of this. If you travel a lot and you really do enjoy gaming, like it's, it's got it there where you can, you can take it on the road with you. It's super portable and you're not losing anything. Like you, if you throw that dock in like your backpack or something, mm-hmm. you can play while you're traveling. And then once you get somewhere, it's the same experience. Like I, I've traveled with an Xbox one. It is, <laughs> I, it is not simple. It's you not can't easy. throw it in a backpack. Like you need to, you need to have a whole carry on suitcase dedicated to that. <laughs> like that is not the case with this. And I think that's the strength that they're playing to here. Like, yeah, they, they're releasing 3ds, 2ds, XL, you know, DLP, SM, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like they're going to keep doing those things because that's, what, that's what's keeping them going. Afloat, yeah. And, 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 and people, you know, they want something new to play the, the 38th version of Pokemon on or whatever. Like, but people are still buying those games. Those games are still, like, a year ago, Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, and I grabbed it because I was you know, out of town for like a month. And I played the crap out of that game. Like it was really good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like they're doing the same things over and over again, but the iterative changes that they're making, like they're, they're steps in the right direction. Right. So it's not always revolutionary. A lot of the time it is safe, but it's a, it's safe with really good things. Right. So yeah, it may not be like, completely game-changing but it's it's you know it you know it what you're getting into with it. and and most of the time it's really good. well you you sold me you, you sold me on on why they should be safe and risky at the same time you want to talk, you want to talk about politics or uh <laughs> no. the golden globes no, no i didn't if, think if so. you can convince me that's <laughs> Uh no no absolutely right on, on everything um so so everyone out there listening if if there's and, and if anyone's watching <laughs> and if anyone somebody's wa- somebody is watching right now if you're watching right is now is it you leave a leave a comment I I want to say <laughs> hi to you on the podcast so uh, so write something in, in in the chat I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking while you potentially write something in the chat but I I, I just for those who are listening. I just want to throw this out there. If there's anything that we said that you disagree or agree with, let us know. Uh, hit us up again uh, on Twitter, Apathusiast, on Instagram, or on our Facebook. And uh, also, as a, as a special request, please try to convince me to buy Breath of the Wild. I need to, I need to know. I need, I need more anecdotal reasons why to buy this game. You can cook food, Brandon. 
Like I can do that and get st- uh don't starve. I can do that in lots of places. That is true. What makes that is it true? What makes it special? It makes a cool little song. I'm not asking you. You had your time. Oh, that's right. That's right. You guys, you guys tell Brandon to buy Breath of the Wild. Uh, uh yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of stuff going on. I think right now that's I mean, Nintendo was was the big takeaway off the last two weeks for us. Uh, but we definitely don't want to limit what we talk about on this show. And we we're open to doing lots of, of different things, I think, with apathetic enthusiasm. Uh Several months ago, we made we made the decision that this show is about things that are going on in our lives and um, just sort of the things that are piquing our interest right now. So, if you have something that you think is really cool, or or maybe it's a news story or, or some sort of topic that that you really think uh, we should, you know, kind of find out more about and then have a conversation about, hit us up on all those links, uh, send us an email or something, give give us something to talk about. Give something to talk just about. Just give them something to talk about. You have two. You have two weeks from the time this is released. How about love? Uh, did you say how about love? Is that not the line? I, I don't know. Uh, what do you? Uh, I don't know. Are you just? Let's give them something to talk about. Oh right, Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, it's a, it's a throwback. <laughs> I, you're such uh, a you're such a huge Melissa Etheridge fan. It's a big. All the posters that are right over there, guys. I wish I could turn my camera and show Let's you guys. Give something to talk about. How about we, we don't have we don't have rights. We can't we can't see too much of this. Uh, it's a cover. But no, it's a, it's I I have parody. I have some ideas about this show. Um, that I'll talk to you about, Brandon, before we make it public knowledge. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I appreciate everybody that downloads the show. Whether you came from Interdimensional RSS or you've been listening since the beginning. Uh. Truly, like this, this show is is really about me and Brandon, and and sort of everything we've been doing yeah. for the last three years. So, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to head out to your favorite podcatcher and leave a review, uh, why not do it now? Do it now. You know, like right now. Just stop listening to the episode and go leave a review. <laughs> uh, you know, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you think can be better, and uh, and we we will read those and, and take those to heart. Uh, and, and until two weeks from now, that's right. Brandon, is there anything else? Anything, any, any last minute things? I just want to say thank you for listening, everybody. And as Travis said, this is a show about Travis and I and whatever else you want us and to mostly, talk about. Mostly Travis. Most, mostly <laughs> Travis. Uh, and, and if this, you know, if this is something you like, please let us know. And we will continue. And if you being want us to live stream more narcissistic, Tell us that too, because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Most of it'll be us getting killed in PUBG, but yeah. we'll do it. And and we'll do it. And thanks to the one person who is watching that didn't leave a comment. We see you. <laughs> uh, unless it's just like you didn't open it, did you? Is it just the no? Two it's, of us? Yeah, it must be just two of us. Anyways, hey everyone, thank you for listening. I am of course Brandon. And I'm Travis, and we'll talk to you next two weeks. Time. <laughs> Bye. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. 
Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.